Forgiveness is a process. By X Tech World. We all know the virtues, health, and psychological advantages of having a forgiving heart. We all want to forgive and be forgiven at some point in life. Forgiving is a healing process, and as we all know it, it takes some time to heal up and each healing process is usually directly linked to the nature of the harm inflicted upon us. Some small wounds heal fast, while the deeper ones take time. There is no instant forgiveness just as there is no instant healing. Some time is required for one to fully get over some past wrong. Why then is it hard to forgive instantly and forget all about it? Well, the process of forgiveness is subtle and it happens gradually. It is easy to keep hurtful and vengeful thoughts. We as humans have this inbuilt sense of justice within us. Sometimes we even have this penchant for wild justice, where the world revolves around the eye for an eye doctrine. It is the instinct in us, this vengeful spirit. When we want to forgive, this is the first hurdle we have to maneuver. If we continue carrying out our wild instinct of vengeful justice, we will not be able to start the process of forgiving. This is usually the most difficult part, for it entails us fighting with ourselves. Secondly, after quelling the vindictive instinct in us, we have to understand the real reason why we are forgiving. If our reasons stem from all the wrong motives, there won't be any forgiveness that may result. It might mean internally processing the whole scenario in our minds, steadily trying to focus on how we can learn to live with what has happened to us and how we can arrive at forgiveness. It is a very painful process that can make us cry and weep. We have to fully understand what the process of forgiveness means. Sometimes we feel as if the other person does not fully deserve our forgiveness and so we cling on to that boiling rage inside us. We have to look at all the advantages it gives us not nurture a grudge. Forgiving heals us more than it heals the one who did us wrong. It helps us to live a life without anger, rage, and accompanying high blood pressure. Psychologically, it helps us move on from feeling like a victim so we can move on with our lives. Realizing that forgiveness does not diminish the wrongs done against you and that it does not mean you are denying what happens is another step altogether. Neither does it mean the person is off the hook for what they did and that they are free to walk all over you again. It certainly does not mean you are weak. It however takes a lot of courage to break those chains that link you to past wrongs. You have to keep the lessons and forget the act altogether. You might never really get to be friends again with the offender but it means you are no longer keeping the resentments. Some say they forgive but they keep those resentments, feeling that they are somehow justified to keep a grudge. However, as Dr. Wayne Dyer said, there are no justified resentments. Keeping resentments means that we still have not yet completed the process of forgiveness. These resentments usually linger for a long time, and sometimes some trigger words or memories might spring back all the hurt in our minds long after we think that we have completely moved on. After we have realized why we want to forgive, we have to make it a very conscious effort to commit ourselves to fully wiping the slate clean. It is a very conscious choice to forgive. You have to commit to it very mindfully. It might mean that we have to make it like a challenge, giving ourselves targets. We also have to reset the boundaries with the person who has hurt us. Above everything, you need to learn to protect yourself from being hurt in the same manner again. 
make sure you redefine the limits of your association with the other party. This might be a challenge if the betrayal came from someone who was very close to you or a family member. You really cannot avoid other people completely. In conclusion, there are many steps toward forgiving others and each step takes its own time to fully get past. In this manner, the process of forgiveness can take as much time as it can depending on what has been done to us. Like any process, it takes a lot of energy and gradual mindfulness to completely be over something. Even years after we have moved on, some trigger words might set us off just like the way some medical scars get itchy or painful in certain weather conditions. Do not despair when forgiveness does not come instantaneously. If you are the one who has wounded another person, do not expect to be forgiven in a jiffy even after your heartfelt apology. Remember that forgiveness is a process. Why you should seek forgiveness today. By X Tech World. You have probably suffered trying to forgive someone before, perhaps that person was unapologetic or if they tried to apologize they didn't do it well. Theirs was a half-hearted apology that left you angrier than before it was offered. Or perhaps you sensed that they just said sorry to get you to keep quiet, but they didn't mean it at all. If you know how this feels then you have a major reason to seek forgiveness when you have wronged your loved one. The comprehension of how difficult the process of laying down negative feelings against you if left all up to them must make you want to meet them halfway and make it easier for them. The untrained human being is selfish, he wants sincere or repeated apologies when wronged but is too proud to offer the same when the tables turn. For that reason, you cannot leave the issue of forgiveness to chance because then you are likely to act in a self-centered manner. Consciously you have to decide to go against the natural default which is, ignore the issue and hope it goes away on its own and instead address whatever problem there be. Let me take it a step further and say that the untrained human being is animalistic. He says, hurt me and rest assured I will get you also, meaning revenge is one of his top solutions to problems. If you wrong him you better watch your back because he is going to find a way to make you feel what you made him feel or worse. To be an exceptional person, you have to fight against all sorts of urges just to get your better judgment out. These include pride, entitlement, arrogance, apathy, irrationalism, and the like. They tend to come out in all of us if we don't carefully suppress them for the sake of creating and maintaining healthy relationships. Dr. Patricia, a clinical psychologist had this to say after five years of working with people of different backgrounds and cultures, I cannot recall the number of times I have watched an individual weep after a realization that they should have apologized sooner to their significant other. Sadly most of these individuals have been women because for some reason women have been raised to feel more entitled to receiving apologies than their male counterparts. In many cases, this has led to divisions in relationships where women stubbornly held on to their egos at the expense of a happy relationship. It is usually an ugly scenario when they finally get to this realization. We can learn an invaluable lesson from this expert statement and that is the need to resolve conflict as soon as possible. Love can grow cold if issues affecting one emotionally are always sent to the pending rack. If you care for someone you don't want them to go for even an hour disturbed in their spirit when you can address and fix that. 
Doubt about whether one is truly loved begins to creep in if they are constantly being hurt and left to deal with it alone. Some apologies come when too much damage has already been done when one has concluded that their bond isn't that real otherwise empathy should have come naturally. Seek forgiveness today because time is a limited commodity. There is nothing more that you will know tomorrow that is going to make your apology any better. All there will be tomorrow is a wider emotional space between you and the person whose forgiveness you need. Once you set your mind to make an apology you may want to do it right and the first box to tick is sincerity. Let your apology be genuine and heartfelt or don't bother. Don't make the other person feel like they are a bother for needing you to say sorry. Say it when you mean it or else take some time to come to terms with the necessity of the apology. Once you have done this, then you can properly apologize. The next important thing is the accuracy of the offense you admit to. Often people get unexpected reactions to their plea for forgiveness simply because they apologize for the wrong thing. Yes, this can be discouraging, it took all of you to finally get to apologize only to be turned down for not understanding what exactly the other person is upset about. It would help to engage and allow them to explain it to you so that you meet them at their point of need. Finally, nothing says, I'm sorry, as much as a change in behavior. It makes no sense to apologize for something that you intend to continue doing, your words become empty if you do this. Wrap up your apology nicely by adjusting your attitudes and actions to show that you have repented of the initial cause for friction. Forgive your leaders. The main reason why most people are having a hard time trusting their leaders is that they are failing to forgive past wrongs. Being disappointed by someone you believe in, admire, and look up to can be devastating. You think of all the sins committed as well as the unfulfilled promises and feel anger and resentment toward the person. This makes it difficult to move from the hurt or forgive. Recognize that we all make mistakes, leaders included, and learn to forgive more often. One thing that makes it difficult for you to forgive your boss, supervisor, etc. is that you are not expecting them to do ABC and when they do what they aren't supposed to, you begin to question their leadership. Understand that sometimes when leaders make mistakes, they do so unintentionally or unknowingly. Great leaders feel remorse and wish to be forgiven for their mistakes. The reason why your boss or superior doesn't seem to show remorse for mistakes made is that he or she may not know how to rectify the situation. Recognize that half his time may be spent thinking about the incident, his mistakes, or how he could have avoided the situation. Try to put yourself in your boss's shoes and start thinking maybe just maybe he sees his mistakes. Realizing that your superior is also human and therefore, he or she is bound to make mistakes time and again will help you to forgive and avoid holding on to grudges or bitterness. Forgiveness is preached time and again because holding on to grudges can harm your relationships, the way you work, your productivity, as well as your judgment. Being a team player or performing at your best at work becomes difficult and you are holding on to negative feelings toward your supervisor. You become disengaged or indifferent and fail to take your boss as well as your work seriously which may ultimately lead to poor performance, a written warning, or worse. Recognize that forgiving your leaders for the wrongs that they have committed frees you. It enables you to do what you ought to do when you are supposed to do it, and as efficiently as possible. When your leaders don't show remorse for mistakes made. 
It is one thing to forgive a leader who apologizes or shows remorse for his mistakes. It is another to forgive those who neither apologize nor show remorse for what they have done. Forgiveness does not come easily, especially when the offender appears indifferent to the offense committed. Nonetheless, forgive him anyway. Doing so will help you to move on, see beyond the offense, and enable you to lead a peaceful life. Appreciate the fact that holding on to grudges only holds you back, stops you from seeing the light in the dark, and keeps you from fulfilling your most noble aims. Recognizing that making mistakes is a part of progress will help you to forgive. If you are finding it difficult to forgive your leaders at work, school, home, etc. remember that making mistakes is a part of progress. Some mistakes are a result of trying something new or looking ahead. For instance, your manager may open a new department at work, start a new project, and assign you a task you have never done before only for the entire department to be closed down. Moving past the incident can be difficult when you feel you wasted your time on something that didn't turn out valuable in the end but forgive anyway. Recognizing that your leaders have your best interests at heart can make the process of offering forgiveness easier. Therefore, understand that when your leaders make mistakes they don't do so intentionally. Acknowledge that making mistakes is inevitable in life and that the last thing that people in high positions want is having the people they lead assume their needs or opinions don't matter. Doing this will help you to look past wrongs, keep your eyes on the bigger picture, refuse to hold grudges, and forgive every so often. 5 Ways to Forgive Your Leaders and Avoid Bitterness I think the first step is to understand that forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator. Forgiveness is about freeing yourself from bitterness, anger, and hatred. It protects you from living a life that is centered on hate or revenge. Therefore, learn to forgive all wrongs. Free yourself from the bondage of bitterness that comes with failing to forgive and learn to say, I forgive you, even when you feel the wrongdoer doesn't deserve it. Forgive your leaders and avoid bitterness by Understanding the mistake wasn't done on purpose. Realizing that your peace of mind is more important than anything else. Refusing to seek revenge. Letting go of the hurt. Appreciating that you now know how to prevent the same situation from repeating itself.